We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free. Hey guys, welcome back to the next episode. We're talking about um, Greg Abbott and the Republicans' political theater with sitting in the Um, So I get a lot of headache. Not really a headache for me, but people try to get upset with me when I do discuss um, the fact that the Arizona and the Texas governors do have powers to actually um, stop um, the invasion at the border. And then, like I said, I'm really getting tired of the, the finger pointing back and forth between um, Democrat and Republican, and they have us doing it. We're never going to reunite if we keep doing these things. So um, let me see real, real quick the initial thing I stated because people got mad at me for it. And actually, when I posted on Gab, like I said, it's a different mindset on Gab. I posted on Gab, it had like like over 12,000 likes, I think, and people were like, yeah, this, this doesn't make sense to sit there and if you want the people out of the country, then why would you send them to D.C.? And also knowing that, you know, the, the sex trafficking and the things that happened up there in D.C., why would you send children and women up there? Um, and if, and just for some kind of political game or this childish, it doesn't solve anything at all. So I don't see that in my initial statement, but I definitely did say that. I think it's funny, um, I said, the, the Republicans are cheering on the fact that, oh, here it goes. Republicans are celebrating sending illegals to D.C. instead of back where they came from. Let that sink in. And I got a lot of flack for it. And they're like, well, the states don't have the power. This is Biden's fault. This is Democrats' fault. Like, you know, it's both parties' fault. Um, Yes, Biden told them that, yeah, come in here. We'll give you all this free stuff. We'll give you all this money. We'll give you phones. We'll give you health insurance. We'll give you free education. But it could be could have been stopped too at the border. Um, Arizona and uh, the Texas government's Texas cons. I'm sorry, their constitutions do give them the right to do so. So I have discussed this um, numerous times, and I feel like I have to like a broken horse, uh, not a broken horse, but a broken record discussing this. So when I say Republicans uh, support illegals too, I share this several times, and they and they act like they're blind, like they haven't seen it, like they haven't heard me say it before. I see why so many are, are going independent. There's a lot of people who are leaving both Democrat and Republican Party. And it's not just, oh, hearsay, see, say, um, sorry, this 42% people are independent, 26% are Republican, and 29% are Democrat um, nationwide. So in Texas, 
again, the governor is a commander in chief of the military forces. He shall be the commander in chief of the military forces of the state, except when they're called into actual service of the United States, which they are not. He shall have power to call forth the militia to execute the laws of the state to suppress insurrections and to repel invasions. Like I said before, there's millions of people crossing the border. It's an invasion. They called it an invasion in 2019. Um, I was talking to uh, Sheila about this. Let me real quick, because she said that she saw that Dan Patrick had spoken on it called an invasion. But the thing I heard him say today, I must have missed it. I did not hear anything about an invasion from him today, but... Um, I shouldn't miss it. It should be really, I, I should catch it. Because in th- 2019, Dan Patrick said um, this. Give me one second. I'm pulling it up. Dan Patrick did call an invasion. He brought it up multiple times. It was him and Laura Ingram um, who called it a insurrection. So if I didn't, if they had the wrong clip, I, don't, I didn't see the right clip. This is a clip that I think that um, Sheila's talking about. No, go back. What she's talking about. Let me go to the videos. Um, if this is what she's talking about, I wanted to play just in case, just in case I missed him saying it. Um, one second, latest. Okay, where's his video? I don't want to go to the website. I want to see the video. I literally saw the video just a second ago and they've updated it with all these comments. I don't want to go to play it on Fox page. I'm going to put Texas. Maybe that's what the difference is. Nope, now everyone wants to share it on their articles because they want to play it. I don't want to go to Fox News and play this. There is literally a video on here already. Everyone's re- Oh, is this so crazy how many people are on here sharing a Fox News article? Like, here we go. Here's the actual video. Post Millennial actually shared it four hours ago. Let me play. It's talking about the third bus from Texas carrying migrants uh, uh, that arrive in D.C. Hill, one moment. Here we go. Let me unmute it. Hold on. Options. Uh, what is your reaction one to second. critics? Who, I want to get your reaction to one other thing on the truck inspections. Yes. Uh, the White House press secretary this week implied that this was potentially impacting uh, inflation. She said that these unnecessary inspections were contributing to rising prices for Americans and supply chain disruptions. Uh, what is your reaction to critics who say that this is making it worse? Uh, look, the Biden administration is fully 100% responsible for inflation by flooding the market with money, by their policies, by their giveaways, even giving away cell phones to immigrants that cross here. They just give away everything. They try to blame it on Putin. They try to blame it on Texas. They try to blame it on the oil and gas industry. They try to blame it on home builders. They blame it on everyone. It's their fault. It's their inflation. Uh, it's not our fault. Look, we have to put pressure. If the Biden administration is not going to secure the border. We have to put pressure where we can put pressure. And by stopping these trucks coming across the border, it didn't take long for the governors in Mexico to say, wait a minute, you're killing our commerce. We can't get our fruits and vegetables across. We can't get our products across. And and now they've come to the table. We'll see if they live up to it. But they've come to the table and said, okay, we'll help, we'll help. This is what Trump did yeah. in his in his final couple of years in, in office. He put pressure on Mexico economically. If you don't slow down border traffic, we're going to penalize you, put tariffs on your products. And in the last year of Trump, we actually had control of the border. Under Biden, again, we're, we had over a million and a half people in the first 15 months since he's yeah. been in office. If he 
repeals Title 42. The projection is 18,000 people a day. That's and he's going to. It's, it's going to be uh, end of next month. We're, we're certain of that Well, we'll now. see. We'll see if he backs down. Mr. President, okay. you need not to repeal that order. You're going to destroy your country even further. You need to stay with Title 42 and allow Texas to secure the border. We'll okay. get it done because you're not. He said we'll get it done because you're not. I don't know. How long is it going to take? This is how I feel. It's been going on for a while. He says that today, but this is what he said in 2019 uh, with Laura Ingram. It's only 30 seconds, you guys, so one second. Joining me now with reaction is Dan Patrick, Texas Lieutenant Governor. Dan, uh, Dan your state has been completely overrun by this uh, illegal yes. invasion. I think calling anything but an invasion at this point is just not being honest with people. So what would you say to Governor Newsom tonight, given, you know, it's it's a d done deal. The ink is dry. Uh, I guess he's going to change their state motto to illegal immigrants first and Americans last. Uh Joining me now with reaction is Dan Patrick. Okay, so that was August 4th, 2019, that that was shared. Um, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick on Fox News less than one month ago. Ingram, your state has been completely overrun by its illegal invasion. I think calling it anything but an invasion at this point is not being honest with the people. Um, Patrick nods alone. Um, so if it's been going on for this long and we're trying to blame just the Biden administration and you said that, oh, at the end of Trump's administration, we were doing good. The border was good. But that was 2019. That was still Trump's administration. That's why I'm talking about here with this whole pointing fingers and going back and forth. They're not being consistent. People forget overnight about what people talk about. And so in that first video, I didn't hear him say anything. He said, oh, well, Texas can take our own action. Then how come you have it? Like I said, this video we just played, we all called it an invasion back in 2019. And you said it's worse than the other video. Um, well, how many people are coming across the border? How come we aren't holding both parties accountable? How can we all keep pointing the fingers at Biden? And I honestly think it's who's influencing you for the most part and who's telling you how to think and feel at this point. Um, if we're not going to be fair and point, uh, decide that both parties are responsible for this, I think it's intentional. I think that we should really be questioning why, uh, Greg Abbott would take the route. Sorry, I'm make Sheila, uh, caller. Take the route of, of sending them to DC instead of actually using his, um, his, his governor power here in Texas. And I also forgot real quick before we get to, um, Sheila real quick. I want to make sure I, I, I discuss because we know GOP all across the border. Uh, we have Texas, Arizona, right here at the border with the GOPs. And then in Arizona, the on their constitution says, on the ground violence and lawlessness at Arizona border caused by cartels and gangs and extensive, well-documented and persistent. It can satisfy the definition of actually invaded an invasion under the United States Constitution. Two conclusions flow from this. First, the federal government has a duty to protect Arizona under the invasion clause. Second, Arizona retains the independent authority under the state self-defense clause to defend itself when actually invaded. This power is exercised under the governor's authority as commander-in-chief. That one laid out real good. Gave, the, gave some examples. So it's, for me, it's just like, how can we really sit back and just keep on by, only blaming the Biden administration? We can't look at our, our, our Republican governors and say, well, what are you doing? Y'all have the authority based off of your constitutions in your state to do something. Sheila, go ahead. And then Sheila, I know you're not mad at me. I'm talking about the other people because you're, you're always very polite. Everyone, I'm talking about, you're not on my Twitter account. Uh, I get attacked heavy on there for that. I call a red coat a lot. Go ahead. 
Well, I just wanted to say I am not mad at you because you are doing something and that something is a hell of a lot more than other people doing nothing. But suddenly this miraculous movement, there is movement in our intractable governorship. And it's, it's kind of, I, I'm, it's marvelous to me. It's just when, when politicians suddenly get the, the let out from their rear ends and they start doing things, um, you know, they've been, they've been making these flapping noises for years that they're going to do something about the border and nothing happens. I mean, you just watch it. People come in. There's no, there's some sort of enforcement. There's like half want wah enforcement. And then uh, people get in, you know, my, you know, housekeepers from Honduras. I don't get a check on that. You know, I just, you know, it's, they're just here. They're around, you know, whether I have an opinion about it or not, doesn't change the reality of the situation at all. You know, my opinion does not matter because these people are here I did not bring them here. They're just here, right? I mean, it's just part of the reality now. And and I don't really have a say in who comes or goes in my country when it comes to that border area. And it used to be that people would come and they would do seasonal work and then they'd go back to Mexico. And there are people who still do that. You know, that that's part of the culture. You know, they, they come over, they work, they go back to Mexico. Uh, but things have changed. There's narco government over there and they're working with the Chinese and they're bringing, they're bringing people and lots of, lots and lots of people. And a lot of those people are coyote debtors. And so you have millions of people coming into the country who are sub governed by narco government, meaning like they, they are debt owned by the cartels and that is super dangerous to have a huge roaming population underneath the the financial thumb of gangsters that are that they they will tell them we can touch you we can touch you wherever you are we will get you wherever you are and if you don't work off this debt we're coming for you okay so my little housekeeper from Honduras is supposed to pay down these wackos and some narco cartel in the northern Norteño provinces, Nuevo León, Tamaulipas, all that. So Governor Abbott, I'll just tell you what's going on now. Governor Abbott is working on some kind of deal with the governor of Tamaulipas, uh, Cabeza de Vaca. And he is working on some kind of paperwork. This is, this is historic to me. I've never seen anything like this happen in the history of Texas. So it's actually happening. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of excited because something's happening versus people talking and nothing happening. So Donnie, do, do you want to respond to that? I, I think that there's no illusion that they're doing something and they're not actually doing anything. Um, like, like I said, like, I don't see, um, I don't hear the action of anyone doing anything. Whenever people say, hey, we'll go down there and we'll, we'll protect our borders, they were told, no, if you do, then we'll lock you up. Like, I, this has been going on in Texas for a really long time. I, I don't know how, I think you got here, like, I think a couple of years ago or this year, I think maybe. It's been going on well, for I'm, a really I'm long time. back here, but I, I mean, I, I grew up partially here, then moved, then came back, then came back again. So 
I'm always going to be texting. Okay. So. so maybe it wasn't as bad when you started, but like looking at what I'm seeing now and everything, this has been going on for quite some time, um, for a long time. And, and in Texas, like people don't, they don't even learn English at all. Like they live in communities where they don't have to learn English at all. And then whenever you try to get an entry level, like cell phone sales job or something, like you're not getting it most likely if you're not bilingual. It's like bilingual preferred or required. And a lot of times they're like required. And so therefore, like my, my basic English is not good enough to work for this company. Um, so, and uh, another thing is, it's like, when it comes down to everything, uh, a lot of these sheriff departments are compliant. The police departments are compliant with this. And then, like I said, all, a lot of it's this theater. Just, just like in 2000, Hello? this last year, in March of last year, like you had, uh, Ted Cruz and out there was a Navy SEAL and Lindsey Graham and Mike Lee, um, you know, to take on the human trafficking cartels, but they're out there taking pictures in the water for the sense, right? Since like they're not doing anything. This is political theater. They want to keep us distracted. Oh, I know. I've, I've watched it over the years. I mean, I, you know, let's, you know, go do, do, do. Let's go down to the border. Let's shoot the, the humanistic shots, you know, helicopters, you know, the transportation on the river, you know, let's, let's get some, you know, bus shots of the cops, you know, let's hunt some migrants in the weeds, you know, and it's every year. It's the same. It's not different. They can use the same B-roll they used from 10 years ago and it would be the same girl. The same. Yeah. And I think what a big thing is like what we were discussing yesterday. I'm not for sure you, if you made it to the show yesterday. Uh, this is a big thing with the, the cartels and stuff with like human trafficking and um, sex trafficking children and things like that. Like you said, you know, people having to pay their debt in order to be here, um, pay the cartel in order to stay here and stuff like they have a debt on their head. Like this is what we're allowing here and both parties are allowing it. And we can't like this is inhumane. Like you can't have. Um, the cartel doing this, like who's, who else is benefiting from this? There's people in America are getting benefits from this over here. They wouldn't be allowing it. They're both allowing it. Like I said, instead of uh, sending them back with user or using the invasion clause in our constitution, they send them to DC where it's high human trafficking and sex trafficking areas. So you just sent them to somewhere they're most probably less safe. So for me, I'm looking at it like, um, in order for us really to come together and unite on this, we got to look at it. It's like, not like, oh, Republicans or Democrats. Like, and I'm going to say this in every episode, because like I said, <laughs> it's going to come down to us as people to do something and have to like put aside your Republican or Democrat feelings or, or things. I think a lot of people are, are, social media, I think is hyping up the whole division thing. I don't think we're as, as divided uh, locally as we think we are. Um, no, no, and I, I totally believe that. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna break in and, and affirm you on that because they get clicks. Twitter gets clicks because mm-hmm. of how the algorithms are engineered. So unless there's static or drama, unless somebody's jumping up and down, hopping mad about something, then the algorithm doesn't get the manufactured clicks and the traffic that generate the data um, churn. You know, to to get that money. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's what they're manufacturing. They're not manufacturing anything real. They're just, they're just doing it to get the clicks. So I don't think there's, there's real disunity. Like I've been talking to people on the left all week and, you know, and, and it hasn't been as staticky as I presumed it would be. 
They actually yeah. let me talk, which is landmark. And um, <laughs> so it is a new day if you get off that platform. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, people in, in, in person a lot of times are just like, man, I, I care about these certain things, but the things that we actually care about aren't publicized. They're not nationalized because the people who control the media and the news are the ones who want to control the narrative. But let me make you a speaker real quick so I can get, um, I just requested for you so I can get Jet on here. Then John. Um, it's so awesome. There's four Texans that I know of in the house. You are a Texan, Jet's a Texan, John's a Texan. I love it. Texans on calling. <laughs> but um, I made you a speaker, so if you want to grab it, you can. I'm going to pull Jet over, okay? How, okay, so this is new to me. I had to go there. How do I How do I administrate? Go to I actually don't know. I've never been invited as like a, on someone's page to be a speaker. So like I just sent an invite. It says invite to speak, oh, and accept. I did. You have to okay. accept it. Okay, yeah. I accept. Okay, next we have so, Jet. Hey, I just uh, tuned in and was sort of hearing. What uh, what I heard to be, I guess, Greg Abbott sending illegals to D.C. Um, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to chime in on um, how their process is when illegals do get caught. Say they're in Arlington or the uh, Dallas uh, DFW area. Well, I know for a fact I've I've been to jail before, you know. So I'm gonna air my dirty laundry for a second. But in being uh, in the city jail, I saw. You you always have, you know, the, the separations of races and all that. So, you know, besides all that, I was uh, like figuring out or slowly being in there. I, you know, you figure out how the illegals are transferred over. And so um, just like uh, for for FYI and everybody in jail, they're, they're using the taxpayers dollars. And I, what I thought was, you know, insane was that how long it takes for INS to come and pick these guys up. Now I'm not saying the INS is like fully, fully, you know, fully staffed or whatnot, and how long their process is. But just thinking about all the uh, what you just said and the um, the process that it takes for them to actually get transferred back over, because say they get picked up in a place like Arlington, they go to Arlington City Jail, and at least when I was arrested, um, I went to Arlington City Jail, stayed there for a week, and then they send you to Tarrant County, and I, I was only there because I was fighting a case and. I uh, I had to stay in to get a faster court date, which I think also is crazy. They take precedence over the people that are still locked up than people who can afford to bail out because they look at it as you have more time and more resources to wait on your court date. So I chose to stay in and I just had my mother put my money on my books. But, you know, clarifying on the taxpayers dollars, I, I don't you know, know the, the exact amount it takes for. Uh, Americans, the, the taxpayers, the house, even just one, one criminal or, or however you want to, you know, label them, but an a inmate. And so I'm just thinking about like the whole time I was there and the time that the, the guys that didn't have any paperwork were there. So, and then I figured out from, uh, or I started 
other people will talk and stuff like that. So they start talking. And I was like, they're like, yeah, man. So not only do they stay here, but then when INS does eventually come and pick them up. And most of the time that because Arlington doesn't hold you for a week anymore, uh, due to my knowledge, they, they send you straight to County. And so, um, I guess that saves them a lot more money, but also you get sent to County and then they sit there. And so they're sitting there waiting for INS to come pick them up. I don't even know if they get arraigned or everything, or if they have a special, uh, judge that they, they go to, they, they go to, but after they, they, uh, the INS picks them up, then they transfer them to a facility. That's also, uh, a, a jail house, but it's uh, further closer to the border, I believe. But I'm just thinking about all this time that, that is like spent waiting for them to get, you know, extradited back to their country. And I just think that, uh, uh, if, you know, we're talking about Greg Abbott sending them to DC, cause I didn't hear anything. I was just washing my dog, but, um, yeah, uh, that that's crazy because you're sending them further into the states, and so just thinking about all the process and all, all the uh, the facilities that they would have to step at, you know, stop at. It's it's just um, it doesn't make any sense for the taxpayers' dollars, and that's all I want to say. All right, well that's fair. You know, it's it's not a qualified use. They can, you know, instead of jailing them, we could just you know put them back over the fence. <laughs> this is money for Mexico. I, I just keep I just keep saying this over and over again. This is money for the narco government. The narcos are the government. They're they're basically an illegitimate Borgia style government that's kind of you know tapered over the legitimate government of Mexico. There is a legitimate Mexican government, you know, but they they want the money that the cartels bring into their country. And instead of appropriating trade, which is, you know, Mexicans are great at trade, by the way, you know, if, if they were crappy at trade, you know, we wouldn't have the relationship that we have right now. The problem is, is that they feel beholden or there's some sort of like infernal relationship between the, what the narcos are bringing in and the level of money that is, is stacked really, really high, really quickly, um, fast money, fast illegal money that they're kind of addicted to. And um, but it's so brutal. So many people die. I think you're really hitting the nail on the head there. Like, you know, I think what Jet was saying, I think come together is about money. Um, and I feel like honestly, the, this uh, easier, cheaper way. It all this doesn't make sense, but let's see what John has to say too. Then Jeremiah, then the guys. We're gonna hop up off here because it's a short show. Um, but uh, John, uh, go ahead. Another Texan, go ahead and drop some drums. Thanks, 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 Donnie. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to drop off here because I'm meeting my son for his birthday, where I'm taking him to dinner. But I, uh, I wanted to try. Tell him and say happy birthday. <laughs> well, he he turned 27, so yeah. So <laughs> we'll say happy birthday for us. <laughs> I will do that. I will do that. Yeah, he's, he's heard me listening on these sometimes, but but you know another thing that would stop this. I mean, I've heard this repeatedly. What would stop this overnight as well? Is if they make if they enforce the laws and and crack down on the companies that hire the illegals. Uh, I I mean you know a lot of these people are being hired to do jobs or taking jobs away from people that are here legitimately and if they enforce the laws and make it illegal I mean if it's against the law to hire illegals if they enforce that that would stop this as well but 
that's that's where the problem is. I mean, these people are getting hired. They are finding work. And, and uh, if they would uh, enforce the law regarding that, that would stop it as well. That's all I wanted to chime in on because, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I've talked to even law enforcement people and everybody that have said they said that that would stop it like almost immediately. But, but they know they can come here and they can find work and they're going to get hired. And, and if we crack down on the companies that hire these people, I mean, that would stop it. That would. Uh, yeah, put a big absolutely. Yeah. I think, yeah, absolutely. And think about uh, like us, we were trying to go and live in another country, find a job there without the proper documentation, mm-hmm. try to get a purchase and finance a vehicle, find a, exactly. a buy a home or uh, all they can do all those things. And it actually for them, apparently it's easier than it is for us. Cause I see. <laughs> well, for that's some the reason that, yeah. That's go the, ahead. That's the pro- no, that's the problem because you know, we, if, Hey, John, you dropped out. Hey, John, I think you There you go. Oh, there you are. There you are. There you are. I have to drop. We could... Sorry about that. Okay. Okay. No, you're good. It's a great show, but I have to drop. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Happy birthday, son. That's 27. Yep. Bye. <laughs> hey, can I, Um, I just needed to, to, to insert this point. Like, this was a midday show where, where, Dan Patrick mentioned the instance of invasion, the words couching the situation and as an invasion came out of his mouth. I can't find the tape for you right now, but it did happen. Okay. 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 I'm not going to trifle you, but no, no, you're good. I I actually want to hear it because I was so excited when I read your message and I was like, we did that. We did that. It does sound like that. Yeah, I really want to hear it. So if you do find it, we can go ahead and come back another time because um, and play I mean, it. Keep that keep that flame on their tushies because it is working. Whatever we're doing here is working. <laughs> so what I'm I also wanted to say was that um, that the the cartels, these people who are working for the cartels aren't working legitimate business or everything is under the table. Like <laughs> most of it's under the table. Like if they're working, you know, offsite in these illegal businesses, maybe say sex trade, you know, or um, like drug manufacturing, anything like super, super like dark money, illegal. Um, none of that stuff is on the books. So they have money laundering operations all over the place. And so I want to talk to you about a book uh, by a guy named Sam Cooper. Sam Cooper is a Canadian journalist whose uh, novel, not it's not a novel, it's, it's, a, it's a nonfiction information tome, um, Willful Blindness. And what that book talks about is how they launder the money through the casinos and through real estate. Um, all over the West, like San Francisco, Vancouver, Seattle, the Pacific Northwest, Oregon, they buy huge amounts of property and it's usually Chinese money. It's usually Chinese people trying to, to stash their cash. Okay. And these are, these are fentanyl dealers. They get their money um, because they're doing trade and then they do slave labor because the communists are okay with slavery 
So there's real slavery happening in America. The left mm -hmm. just chooses not to look at where it is. It's coming from PRC Chinese who are working for their drug cartel gangs. And it's coming from, uh, it's coming from the narcos. So the narcos enslave people and they work them on, um, you know, marijuana farms. They work them on, you know, and they don't have to be illegal. But because these anarchists and these communists really believe in slavery, they're okay with it. So you got, you know, holy granola in the Pacific Northwest, you know, you know, lecturing you on how, what an immoral, racist troglodyte that you are uh, for believing in private property rights and having a parliamentary democratic government uh, in their backyard. They've got slaves, you know, chained to something working, yeah. for free. working for free, girl. Yeah, but that's the thing we have to realize. Slavery does exist right now. And a lot of these mm -hmm. things that we're speaking on is a cover-up for slavery. <laughs> um, so, um, Jeremiah, what's up? Welcome and welcome and uh, go ahead and drop some gems for us. So, the first thing... Um, what is that, Jeremiah? You changed your picture. I did. The old picture <laughs> was me when I was like five years old. I just changed it to one from a couple months ago when I was working on my truck. Cool. Go ahead. Uh, I want to. I want to touch on that slavery thing. Yeah, slavery is still a thing. Um, what the media does is they try. They try to brainwash everyone, mostly targeting people who are from the hood, but really just anyone in education, which is everyone, and try to make it seem like slavery was a one-time thing. It was only in America, and it was only white people enslaving black people. So it make it like it was a racist thing. When in reality, slavery has been around since the beginning of time from all kinds of people. People were the same color, enslaving people the same color. People from the same countries, enslaving the people from that country itself. It's really just the rich people enslaving the poor people. That's what it's always been. That's what slavery has always been. So they tried to cover that up and are still trying to cover it up and cover it up to the point where we don't even realize that us in our country are slaves as well because they enslaved us with these devices, brainwashed us, turned us to zombies so that all we do is work, sleep, eat, repeat every single day and doing it for absolutely nothing. It's basically what it's boiled down to. That's why they have the inflation. That way it makes it seem like we're making money, but in reality, we're not making any money at all. So that that's that slavery topic. I'm going to go back to... Uh, this texas thing can't really say much on on that because i haven't read up too much about it i was actually going to ask you a little a uh, couple questions about it because i haven't really uh read up too much on that topic itself um i don't know why he is sending illegals to dc i just heard mm -hmm. about that a couple weeks ago i haven't really touched up on it a whole lot um his reason is because it's political theater that's why he's doing it um to say that, uh, that that's the way they're trying to praise him, like Fox News and the big name Republicans are like, oh, look at Abbott. He's doing a good job, guys. Look, he, he is taking him and sending him to D.C. He's going to put him in their, in their backyard. They're going to solve the problem. What is this, a game? So basically what he's trying to do is he's taking these illegal immigrants and sending them right to the center of our country where we have our capital of our country. That mm -hmm. way they can all pile up there and have you ever seen the movie uh, Olympus Has Fallen? 
No, but I should watch it. You really should because it's about uh, how the president had the North Korean minister to his thing, and it had a whole bunch of the Koreans like lined up outside of the uh, capital, and just you know the people just sitting there watching. And it, once everyone was distracted, they just they were already right there and took it over just like that. That's I feel I don't know if that's sure for sure, but that kind of sounds like what he's doing. He's taking all of these illegal immigrants from Mexico, where we already took plenty of their land, you know, a uh, hundred years ago, and we're taking all of those illegal immigrants who are all drug cartel leaders, the drug cartels, the mafia, who's all coming from Mexico, Mexico, and taking all of them. And putting them right there next to our capital, like where our country, the the center of our country is, where our country is ran to, putting them all right there in their backyard, and then praising them like it's a good thing. And it, the thing is, they do that right in your face, and they and they get people That's who they are, who have a sheep mentality who will praise it, like they're literally doing it in your face, and they're acting like it's one thing when it's really not. You have to really ask yourselves, why would he do that? Really do that. And you know, my thing is, I'm first thinking of the sex trafficking. I'm thinking of the, the cartel, like when Sheila was talking about, why would you do that? How do they get across here? They got approved by the cartel. They got across and you're sending them to D.C. The way well, that I mean, I, I have a personal. Hey, guys, time out. Time out. I can, I can speak Time out real quick. Guess All who right, that hurts, right. too, mainly? There's a, it's a big, it's a lot. That really hurts the black community. Who, 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 when those, those areas where they're going to be mm -hmm. in, and you look at it, who does it actually hurt? Pay attention everybody. to what they're doing. It does hurt everybody, but where's DC? A lot of those issues, a high crime area, a lot of those mm -hmm. areas, that's where those people are going to end up going. You know what? It's all crime. And I think that <clears throat> what you're saying is essential. It's essential to say what you're saying. The way but the way I that see I see it. what they are doing because they want them to feel the impact. They want to believe these elites believe that this is an invisible uh attraction. I don't I don't really know what they get out of it. Um, I could tell you because right now. I guess I'm Money. not that high up on the total. I could tell you right now. Well, I mean I I just don't know what they're getting out of it. Other they think that I well, mean, let, wait, Sheila, let Jeremiah clarify. Let Jeremiah clarify some okay. things real quick, and then we're going to go to Mike. Mike has been patiently waiting. I appreciate you for being patient, Mike. But go ahead, Jeremiah. So, who look at who the elites and who the politicians who Hollywood is working with? You're you're talking about the sex trafficking, but they they can't do it themselves. Who who are doing it for them? It's going to be the drug cartels. It's going to be gangs. It's going to be. Uh, the mafia that that's who they're hiring and that's who they're right there with them they're going to hire all these cartels to do it for them and then in turn they make money from it because they sell them they make content with them and then sell that too making even more money and they keep doing that so if you i have something for you sir if, if you look at who they're wait uh, Sheila, one second. Though, that is the exact same people that they're putting right there at dc and they're they want them to be there that way the cartel can take the country over versus the patriots who are going to actually do something good for the country you see what i'm saying no, <laughs> I, I got it i got it but wait, I Sheila, totally... Sheila, Sheila, please one second please mike mike has been waiting patiently so that's a theory that we can look at but um, let's see what Mike has to say because I actually have never spoken to Mike before. I don't think. And then, real quick, if you're not speaking, can you guys turn off your mics? Because it's echoing. 
Mike, go ahead. Can I be heard okay? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, great. Well, um, I like this show. I think I stopped in once before and listened for about 20 minutes, and uh, it's it's a good show. Um, I wanted to, I guess, point to the fact that it's very popular to talk about illegal immigration. And I think as far as Abbott and uh, his busing the illegals to uh, Washington uh, can be symbolic uh, in that uh, once they um, assimilate into the population group and they're, you know, getting entitlements and so forth, it won't be directly um, coming from Texas. But with the ease of travel, they can easily go back to Texas. I mean, it's a one or two day trip uh, via um, Greyhound for, I, I think, eighty nine dollars. So that wouldn't be a problem. Uh, but it is very it's symbolic. It, is it useful? I don't think so. Um, you're simply shuttling them into the interior of the U.S. Uh, for them to, to become somebody else's problem. Uh, but I wanted to point out that the. Legal immigration each year on average brings in about 1.3 million uh, new people from the third world. And nobody seems to want to care about that because it's legal. Everybody says, well, as long as it's legal immigration, I'm okay with that. But I mean, what's an okay number? Is 1.3 million okay? Is 5 million okay as long as it's legal? Uh, This year, the apex of illegal immigrants uh, is at its worst. But um, save this year or last year, uh, legal immigration seems to be the problem uh, with regards to replacing the historic population group of the United States and being subversive uh, to our original culture. Does anyone agree with that? Well, I have I have a unique perspective. You know, I'm partially Native American. And I I think that that when we're talking about replacing the original population, you know, I'd say that that there is there's a debate there, and it's not being had unilaterally. Like there's there's many many ways to discuss that. You know, who who is America? And and we could go with Sasha Baron Cohen, and I would laugh very loudly. Um, what I wanted to to add to your discussion is that you know legal legal immigration is legal immigration, but when we're dealing with Mexico and the numbers that Mexico is like throttling uh, over the border in a way that I have never seen in my lifetime. Okay. So that the, the people that my mother grew up with are, are just overwhelmed. Uh, the, the people that, you know, that are in those communities are, are just completely trundled. They're threatened. People from El Paso who've never had any problems with safety, had their windows shot out. They're talking about the DEA being a part of the problem and knowing about it. I mean, these are things that, that I've never really experienced in my lifetime, that, that U.S. officials are being corrupted by, by the histrionic levels of money that are being made by the cartels. I mean, hundreds of millions, you know, in a month, in a monster. And they're able to buy off low-level bureaucrats in our country, Okay. Small towns, knock over small towns and take over small towns in California. This has never happened. 
So the fact that Governor Abbott is is going into Mexico and touching the governors of these nations or this night Mexico and and doing something is far more than what what Biden has not done because I don't know how he, I'm I'm still searching for the benefit what are they getting out of it okay cuz all they're all real, real quick real quick cuz he know. had we have to shut it down here in a second. I want to um, touch on what Mike said too, but I want to I want to point something out. They tell you what they so you can say. Let me make it a very uh, easy example. Say um you know your your boyfriend or husband has a secret conversation with someone. They tell you the conversation went that way, but that doesn't mean that's the way it went. We don't know what they're actually doing and discussing and and doing um and compromising on they're, because it's not transparency there. <clears throat> so. I don't believe that, and I, I'm not. I'm gonna repeat again. I do not believe they're doing anything to fight this. They want this to happen. They, use, the Republicans here, use illegals to win elections too. Oh yeah, just like the other side does. But Mike, I think Sheila did make a point too. Like, what, what do you mean in a sense, like original America, the original people? And I kind of, I want to ask you if you're kind of like more so thinking that maybe like the the refugees and people who are going to Minnesota who said they're refugees and they said they're fleeing. Um, an area, but they're not really fleeing it. They actually turn out to be the people who were their oppressors um, in those other countries, and they're actually bringing people over here who aren't actually uh, good for America. They want to change it, and they hate America, um, and they hate anyone that's here. Um, so, is that more so where you're leaning at, or were you were you were you going another direction, Mike? Well, I'm talking about the historic population group from the United States' inception was a European outpost. We were 90% of the population in 1790. We were 90% of the population group in 1965. And when the Democrats had both sides of the aisle that year, plus the executive office, they changed immigration policy forever by enacting the Hart Sellers Act. So from 1965, you had 90% European stock. Fast forward to today, we are 58% of the population and will be an absolute uh, minority in the next decade. Uh, I think that's subversive and I think it's treasonous. Um, and nobody so, seems to want to pay attention to it. Well, I mean, it's okay because, you know, we're minorities. It'll be fine, man. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> Go ahead, Donnie. Um, so real quick, that, that, um, <clears throat> that can come off, uh, that doesn't, that doesn't, that's not going to help the conversation to a certain extent, Mike, because that can come off as, as if you guys think that white people were here first and you weren't. Um, there are, like Sheila was saying, indigenous people were here first. So what would you call that if white people came over here and was taking over land? Donnie, Donnie, you're cracking up so bad. Oh. I don't know, but maybe the conversation has to stop. But like, I'm not going to sit there and agree with that, Mike, because there are people that were here before um, the, the white colonizing all happened here. And so if we're going to talk about the original America, you know, original everything, I, I think what, what example I was asking you, I was, I was really hoping that's where you were going with the conversation, but it sounds like you're like what the left is accusing the right of. I don't know if you're actually a leftist trying to say this on my show. Could be not. I don't know. But to sit there and say, oh, well, the white yeah, we, we don't have to invalidate each other's citizenship here. You know, there, there are citizens and it's good enough for me to be a citizen. But natives were not allowed to be citizens in America before 1900s. But yeah, but, the, okay. but then you have, you have this thing. that recognized. I'm going to end it real quick because I, by the way, like, I love you, Sheila, but like just, <laughs> just one second. Um, but. 
we have to think about this. Like the left says those kind of things all the time. I don't know if you're actually a leftist or not. I don't know who you are, but that is not, um, that's not America right now. And if you're watching there, talking about, oh, these white men are scared that their population is going down. You just sit there and you just co-sign that. You co-sign that. And that's not every white person. And I know that every white person thinks that way. But I hope you're not up here trying to mess up the show and say things like that. Because I think a majority of people who come here in this audience don't think that way or feel that way. So I am going to go ahead and shut this down. But um, that, uh, that's, I think that you should probably rethink about uh, who was here, um, how America is, and actually look at the problem and not really worry so much about those certain things. I do feel like there's been an attack on the white community, the white man, the straight man, any man, any color. There's been an attack on all kinds of people. But to, to say something like that, it's just not going to help the situation. So we're going to go ahead and close this out because uh, it's about that time. It's supposed to be shorter than this. It seemed like it almost went an hour again. But here we go. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.